Welcome to Golf Talk with Tiff. Yes, that's me, Tiff, the lady golf teacher. What I will do here is build belief in you to accomplish your dreams for your golf. I'll be your mentor and give you the skills, strategies and guidance to make it happen. Teed high, let it fly. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey there, Tiff here. Welcome to Golf Talk with Tiff. Lovely to have you here. Lovely to be back recording these episodes once again. Uh, I'm looking forward to sharing, especially with you today, how you can play better golf. And as you know, I have people who come to me because they do want to play better golf, whether they're starting out, obviously they want to learn how to play or those people that have been playing for, for a period of time come and see me because they want to play better golf and that's what I'm here for. So I always ask the question when someone comes and has lessons with me is like, okay, well, what do you actually want to accomplish from your golf? What is it that you want to get out of your golf? And number one answer I always get is consistency. Tiff, I want to get more consistent. And I'm sure that you're probably saying that as well. Hey, Tiff, you know what? I want to get consistent too. Well, let's look at at how we can do that, how we can play better golf, how we can be more consistent out on the course. Because we're still early in the year, if you're especially listening to me at this time of the year now. It doesn't matter though if you're listening to me later in the year, you come across this episode and you listen to it later in the year. This is something that you can always apply. So it doesn't matter if it's the beginning of the year, mid of the year, towards the end of the year. It's, it's things that you can look at in your game on, on how you can apply and have a plan on how you can actually play better golf. And that's what we're going to be working on now. So there's no point really saying that you want to be consistent, especially if you don't know how to make that happen. So what I want you to be thinking about to this question I'm going to ask you is what does consistency mean to you? So it could mean you want to feel like you can hit the ball better. You might want to feel like you can walk off the golf course feeling good about the way you played. Could be lots of different things. So when you get an opportunity or if you're listening to me and and you've got some time up your sleeve, get your notebook out. And write the answer to this question or write even write down this question what does consistency mean to me big question mark and spend a bit of time and and write out the answer because you want to actually identify what consistency means to you just saying that word doesn't necessarily mean um you know that you're identifying all parts of your game it just means whatever it means to you so for me what consistency means for me is knowing that I felt good playing the way that I've wanted to play. I felt like I've played in that zone, that focused zone and everything just flows. That's what consistency means to me. And that's not just off the tee. I'm talking about every single shot that I play. I've just been in that playing zone, that flow or, you know, in yeah, for years we've called it in the zone. That's that's what consistency means to me is playing in that zone. 
So I want you to be thinking about that as what consistency means to you. I want you to write out your answer and then we can create a plan to make that happen. Okay. So what I want you to be doing here is actually starting to look at your game at a much deeper level. And what I'm going to do with you is I'm going to break your game up into sections. And so what I mean by that is we're going to have our tee shot game. That's a section. Our fairway game, that's a section. Our approach game, which is another section in our putting game. And that's that's our plan, okay? So we wanna be looking at our tee shot game. We wanna be looking at our fairway game. So that's what, um, what you're obviously doing down the fairway. Then we wanna look at our approach game and that's the, you're approaching the green. So what you're going to be doing there and also your putting game. So we've got it divided up into four sections. I think that's a really good way to look at it because how we look at the way we play golf is we just look at, you know, our swing, full swing, and you use certain clubs. Then you use certain clubs to hit into the green. You know, you might be thinking about pitch shots. You might be thinking about a bit of chipping and bunkers perhaps, and then your putts. So I thought it'd be really good way to look at the game of golf in sections. Uh, and if we look at them in various sections, we can break them down and look at each component in those sections in how we're going to perform better. Okay. So that's what we're going to be working on. So it'd be really good if, even if you're walking around listening to me, great, do that. But when you get home, when you're out of the car driving and, and make some time to actually go back through this and write out each section and what you need to and what you want to accomplish from those okay so I'm going to break it down make it quite easy for you so you can understand it a bit better what I'm talking about and then uh, you can get to work and, and work on it because um, this is where the difference is really going to be okay so if we look at your tee shot game so it's getting from the tee down to the hole okay so what we want to be looking at is the what you're actually going to be doing from the tee so that'll depend on whether you're playing a par three par four or par five um, and i want you to be thinking about those particular holes that you play at your course so if you think of your par three holes what what clubs do you use off that you know, what is the distance of those par three holes that you play at your club? What um, what actual golf clubs do you use for those par three distances? Okay, I want you to be thinking about that because I want you to then rate those clubs that you use on the par three. How, you know, would you rate them out of five? How good you are? So we want to think of being um, number one, if you're one, you're not confident you go to putty or five you're very confident with those particular clubs that you use on the par threes okay and it's really important that you break down those clubs so what clubs would you use let's for example let's say okay use a seven iron on the par three hole and how would you rate it would you rate it as as one you know you go to putty and you lose the plot with it or you rate it as a five you're very confident with that with that seven iron playing into the into the green or you're somewhere between two and four right i want you to rate it 
And then other, if there's other par three holes on your course, what clubs do you use? What would you give that as a rating as? Okay, so we want to break it down. Then we want to also look at the par four holes that you play. What clubs are you using for your par four holes? Majority of the time we use the driver, but there could be other clubs that you use that you may be a, a um, sorry, a three wood. It could be a hybrid. It could be, you know, a par four dog leg as well. So you may need to use something else to hit down, um, you know, that first shot down past that dog leg area so that it opens up the green for you. What clubs are you using on those particular holes to tee off with? And then again, what would you rate it as? Like five as being very confident and one as being like not confident, you go to putty, what would you rate that as? Okay, so you look at your par four holes as well. What would you, what clubs do you tee off with? And then what rating would you give them out of five? Okay, five obviously being very confident. And then we do the same with the par five holes. Look at the par five holes that you play on your course. What clubs do you use for those par five holes? And what would you give them as a rating? Okay, between one and five off when you play those, um, when you tee off those par five holes, what would you rate them as? Okay, because it's really important to look at that part of the game because once you know how your tee shot game is and it's holding you back and there's areas that are coming up that are not working, then you go, right, these are the things that I'm going to work on. But I'll, I'll show you how we'll do that, okay? So bear with me. So now let's look at the next section, the fairway game. What clubs would you use down the fairway? So we're looking at par fours and par five holes, right? So what clubs would you use normally down the fairway of those par fours and par fives? Three wood, five wood, hybrid, iron. List the clubs that you'd be playing down the fairway. Okay, then I want you to give each club a rating out of five. Again, five being confident, really confident. One being go to putty, not confident at all. Um, and then uh, once you've done that, then we're going to move on to the to the next section. Okay, so make sure you're really aware what clubs you're actually using down the fairway. Because again, we're looking at your fairway game. That's the second section. Okay, because that's how the, the game works. We go tee shot game, fairway game, approach game, and putting game. Okay, now we're gonna move on to the approach game. So this is approaching the green. So what your approach game consists of, and I gave it this name, approach game, because um, you know, coming from a tennis background, you know, we have our serve, then we have our rally game where we're forehands, backhands, you know, from the baseline rallying and so on. Then we get our approach shots that we're approaching the net, you know, so that we're setting up um, a weight in which we can then finish off with volleys and smashes and so on. So that's how I look at golf as well, is like we're approaching the green, okay? We're setting ourselves up to finish it off with a putt. Just like we're, like we're coming into the net, like we're going to finish it off with a volley or a smash, okay? So that's what we want to be looking at as our approach game. So our approach game consists of pitching, bunkers, chipping. So I want you to be thinking about, okay, well, what clubs do you use to pitch with? How would you rate those clubs, those, that swing with your pitch? You know, do you use a sand wedge, pitching wedge, nine iron, eight iron, seven iron? What clubs do you use for those? How would you rate them out of five? Are you confident with them or are you not, right? Are you, do you go to putty or are you somewhere in between? Give them a rating. And then we'll, let's look at the bunkers, the same thing. 
what what clubs do you play with bunkers some play with just with only with sand wedge some people have degreed wedges okay which are more specific like a 54 degree 56 degree 58 degree 60 degree 62 degree wedge 64 degree wedge if you're using all of those what would you rate them for the bunker you may only just use your sandwich give it a rating as well out of five are you really confident with it or are you not are you confident playing in the bunker or are you not right rate yourself out of five and then again let's look at the chipping aspect as well what clubs are you using with chipping give them a rating are you confident with them are you not okay one is not confident go to party five is is really confident and there's no problems there okay so that's what i want you to do with your approach game have a really good look at that the the pitching the bunkers and the chipping what clubs you use for each and what rating would you give them then we're up to the fourth section which is our finish off section isn't it the putting game so how confident are you with your putting game? Because I find this to be one of the most neglected areas in the game. The most, and I, and I say that because most people don't practice their putting. Most people will maybe have some warm-up putts, maybe for about five minutes before they go out on the golf course. And most people expect to be able to putt so much better out on the course than what they actually do yet they don't put any work into it no time into it no effort into it not learning how to do it properly not learning how to get the read the greens not learning how to get the distances right all of that kind of thing most neglected area other than obviously the approach game i find that that's a very neglected area as well but you know, and the reason for that is because we want to look really fancy and strong off the tee, don't we? So we spend a lot of time on that, you know, so we look professional. But the putting, which I love the putting. One lady came and had a lesson with me the other day and called me the putting queen. I've heard that you're the putting queen. I love putting because it's finishing it off. Okay, it's like coming into the net and finishing off a crisp volley when you're playing tennis as you know my background's tennis so I love tennis as well as much as I love golf so um and tennis was my first love I should say I love golf as much as I love tennis so we want to make sure that we're finishing off our putting strong like we're strong off the tee okay really really important and if we're not putting that into practice then there's an area in which we can improve and i find like with putting if we give it some attention this is where we can get the, sh- the strokes to come or the shots to come off your game so much more quickly and you can reduce your handicap much more quickly than any other part of your game you want to get really good at that so how would you rate your putts out of five and we're going to look at we're going to break the putting down into three separate sections as well so we've got our short putts which is the one meter putt, which I believe is the most important putt in in your putting game. Then we've got our mid putt. So I look at that between um, the distances of two to seven meters. And seven meter especially is one of the most important putts because stats show that that's usually about the length of your first putt. So there's a clue there. And then you've got your long putts, which is 10 meters plus, okay? So if you're doing long putts, that's telling you of 10 meters or more, that's telling you that there's some problems happening with your pitching and your chipping and your bunker shots. You're not getting the ball close enough to the hole, okay? Just keep that in mind. 
So I want you to rate your short putts out of five. Okay, are you super confident with them and you can sink, you know, at least 90% of your one meter putts? If you don't, don't give it a five, make it lower, okay? So uh, remember one to five rating, one is not confident or you go to putty and five is, is very confident with it. And the same with your mid putts, your two to seven meter putts. How would your two meter putts, your seven, your three meter, four meter, five meter, six meter, and seven meter putts, how would you rate them? And then out of five, each one, and then your long putts, how would you rate those out of five as well? Okay. So if you've um, look at like your whole game that we've just looked at, your tee shot game, your fairway game, your approach game, and your putting game, if you've rated any of these areas below five, then it's time to do some work on that. Okay, and that's what we need to make sure that we're really focused on is getting that work done. Okay, now you're probably going, oh my God, there's so much to do here, Tiff. Well, sure, there is because we're actually starting to look at the game, but I don't want to overwhelm you in either. Okay, so I know I keep saying okay at the moment, but I don't want to overwhelm you with what you need to be doing. Um, in like the sense of, oh my God, I've got to do the tee shot game, my fairway game, my approach game and my putting game. Look at the area in which you lack most that needs the most work. If you want to keep it really simple for you, I'm going to talk to you about everything, like your tee shot game, your fairway game, your approach game and your putting game. I'm going to tell you on how, what to look for and so on. But when you go through this process, then just like focus on one area and get that right. And once you've got that right and, you, and you're feeling pretty good at it, then look at something else because then it'll be easier for you to maintain it. So for example, and this is before we go into working on what we need to work on. So for example, if your putting game you find is like your weakest area, okay, focus on that. All the other things will come and yeah, go and work on those things. But spend most of your time on your putting game. Get that right. Then you'll start to notice the shots coming off. Okay, the shots coming off your handicap, the shots reducing. Because if, like I said, if you get really, really good at your putting game, wow, you've got it, you've got it made. Believe me, you've got it made. Because most people don't work on it. And it will build confidence because all you've got to do is get yourself down onto the green and even reduce one putt a hole. And if you're playing nine holes, there's nine shots already. Playing 18, there's 18 shots already. That sounds pretty simple, doesn't it? Even if you could reduce one putt a hole on there, that'd make a big difference, okay? So I want you to be thinking about that. Okay, so let's go into how we're going to work on it and improve it each area. So let's look at your tee shot game. So if we look at your par fours and par five holes and you've said that you've pretty much used your driver, okay, well let's look at what's missing with your driver. Is it that you're not hitting the ball straight off the tee? You're not getting that placement right. You're not getting enough distance or you're not hitting the ball properly. Are those things that are missing? So if they are, then the question you need to ask yourself is, okay, do I need lessons on how to hit the ball straight, get distance, hit it properly? Do I need to go and practice at the range as well? 
and do some work on and you know not only the technical aspects of it but also the accuracy making sure i'm hitting them straight uh, do i need to go out on the course outside comp time and go and work on that well as well and practice that my answer would be yes yes and yes yes you need lessons to help hit straight distance and hitting it properly yes you'd need to go and practice at the driving range so you can work on getting the feel of the technique and also so that you're hitting it nice and straight so you're working on accuracy and yes you need to go and practice it out on the course outside of comp time don't try and put all these things together during comp because comp is when you're in performance mode and you want to make things happen practice time is when you can go and practice all these things so that you can apply it to when you're out playing comp then if we look at your par three holes, okay, what's missing? Again, what's missing? Are you not getting the distances right? Are you not accurate? Are you not and like not, not straight, not getting the distances you want out of those clubs? Maybe those club choices are incorrect. Maybe you need to choose something else. So the big thing is for those par three holes is one, you want to find out how far each club actually travels when you're using those par threes, playing those par threes. So find out exactly how far your distances are for each club. Second thing you wanna look at is lessons. Do you need to improve the accuracy and consistency of the actual swing with those clubs? Third thing you wanna look at is, do you need to be practicing it at the range? So feeling the shot, feeling the stroke, and also practicing where you're aiming. And the fourth thing is, do you need to be looking at working with those clubs on those particular par threes out of comp time and practice hitting into the greens there? Again, what would you think my answer would be? Yes, 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 and yes. Yep, sure. You need to work out at the distances for each club that you're using on the par threes. Do you actually hit those particular clubs you use on the par threes the right distance? So that's the first thing. Second thing, so the answer is yes, you need to do that. Second thing is, do you need to work on improving accuracy and consistency in your shot? Do you need lessons? Yes. Do you need to be practicing at the range, getting the feel of the shot and target practice? Yes. And do you need to be um, practicing those particular clubs that you choose for those par threes out on the course during, not, sorry, not during comp time, during social play? Yes, right? Yes, 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 and yes. Bit different from the Vicar of Dibley, isn't it? No, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> I love the Vicar of Dibley. I just had to throw that in there. So yes, 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 and yes. Okay. So if we look at then also your fairway game, so that's the next section, isn't it? First section was your tee shots, looking at the par threes, fours, and fives, and the clubs that you're using there. Now we're looking at your fairway game. So my question is then is how have you rated those clubs? Again, anything under five tells you that you need to work on it. So if you look at each club down the fairway that you've been using, I want you to identify what works well, what club works well, what does not work so well, okay? And then again, I'm gonna ask you, how would you improve it? So would you have lessons? Would you be practicing it at the driving range? Would you be practicing that, that out on the course in social time so that you've got the time to practice those things, not during comp, so that you can improve when you play comp? So those are the decisions you have to have to think about and make to make that improvement with your fairway game. Okay, so it could be your three wood, your hybrids, your irons, whatever clubs you're using down your down the fairway for those particular holes that you play 
especially the par fours and fives, once you be thinking about those clubs that you use, do you need to be doing those three things, having lessons, practicing on the driving range, practicing out on the course? Yep, is the answers, yes, yes, and yes. But you have to make those decisions on how important that is in, in your game. A lot of people come and talk to me about their fairway game. I want you to be thinking about your fairway game is getting yourself down inside 100 metres, which I'll talk to you about about the approach game in a moment. But I want you to be thinking about, like, once you've played your tee shot and you get your next shot inside 100 metres, that's where your approach game comes into play. So do you need to be spending a lot of time on your fairway game or do you need to be able to just use a club that's going to get you inside 100 metres, set the next shot up so that you can approach... Um, the green more aggressively with with the right club something to think about so let's look at the next section which is your approach game so this is what I've been talking about so as you get closer to the green we're talking about like inside that hundred meter area especially what clubs do you use inside a hundred meters and it's really important that you know what clubs that you use and you know what clubs go what distance. And it's whether you do full swings with those clubs or you do like a pitch swing with those clubs. You need to know those specific distances. So anything from 100 meters in, you actually need to be very accurate in knowing that. And again, this is like the most neglected area as most people don't know how far their clubs go from 100 metres in. Most people don't um, know how to pitch well. Most people are not accurate. Most people are not um, have not got their distances in place. And most people don't work on their putting either. Okay, so this area gets very neglected. Most people want to go to the driving range and hit beautiful tee shots. But that's only, if we look at it in four sections of the game, so we've got our tee shot game, fairway game, approach game and putting game, that's only like one quarter of our game, the tee shot area, 25% of the game. Majority of the game, 50% of the game is going to be the approach and the putting game, isn't it? They're the most important ones. The fairway game is about you getting down inside 100 meters so you can set yourself up. So my advice to you is to know this, other than the clubs that you've looked at, what you're doing with them and what you've rated them, you will need to know what clubs you need to use to hit from each distance. And I'm going to tell you the distances. And you may feel overwhelmed when I tell you, but I'm saying this to help you. Okay, so you need to know what club and how you're going to play a 100 meter distance, a 90 meter distance, an 80 meter distance, a 70 meter distance, a 60 meter distance a 50 meter distance, a 40 meter, a 30 meter, a 20 meter, and a 10 meter, because you get all those different distances that come up in your game, don't you? Of course you do. But do you know what clubs that you need to use for those? Maybe not, possibly not. What I see is most people don't know. And I know that's a lot there, and that's and, and I don't want to overwhelm you, I just want to make you aware, okay? be very aware because this is where you're going to get a big improvement in your game 
And this is where it should be a massive focus. Like I said, the approach game and the putting game is 50% of your whole um, score and result on each hole. But these areas are the most neglected areas. So I'm giving you a big clue here. And this should be a massive focus for you because it's all about what you're going to hit into the green and then how you're going to finish it off. So it's not only the pitching areas as well, okay? So all those distance, 100 meters and so on in, but it's also, we've got to get the chipping accurate as well, haven't we? Plus we've got to get consistent with those clubs that we chip with. Plus we've got to get the bunkers as well in that. That all falls into that. So we need to make sure that we get our chipping. So anything from really 10 meters and closer to the edge of the green is that's where we've got to get really accurate with. And I would suggest that you want to know exactly what club you're going to use to chip with when you're 10 meters, five meters, two meters out from the edge of the green. What clubs are you going to use? How are you going to chip? And how close are you going to aim to get to the hole? Those are the things that you need to be looking at with your chipping. And let's not forget the bunker area, okay? This is all part of your approach game because, again, remember, if you miss the green, sometimes the ball's going to go in the bunker. Sometimes the bunker's in front of the green and you've chosen the wrong club. So most golfers I see struggle with bunkers. And I'm going to give you a really cool secret. I only really share this with people that I give lessons to, but I'll give you a really cool secret. Your pitch shot and your bunker shot are exactly the same shot. Okay, exactly the same shot. And most people think they have to do something different in the bunker. And actually you don't. If you've got a good pitch shot, just use that in the bunker. Okay, with your sand wedge and lob wedge and so on, your 60 degree wedge. So most golfers struggle with bunkers. And if you're struggling, then again, it's time to improve it. Same with the chipping, it's time to improve it. Same with the pitching, it's time to improve it. So I want you to always ask yourself these questions. Do I need to have lessons on these areas? Do I need to practice these at the practice area, at the chipping green, in the bunkers? Do I need to practice these out on the course? You know the answer is yes, Tiff, I do need to do these things. And it's committing yourself to what areas in your golf game you want to work on improving. I have a lovely lady that comes and sees me each month and she works on her bunker shot. We've been working on her pitching and her bunkers so that she can build the confidence in that because she knows that's the area that's holding her back from her pursuing what she wants in her golf. So we work on that on a monthly basis to make sure she doesn't lose it so she can continue to build the confidence in it. And I'll tell you, it's it's coming along nicely. It's lovely to watch the, the consistency she's starting to create in her pitch shots. It's uh, even we work on hitting over the bunkers as well, consistency over that. And she's starting to get that belief that she can do that. And the, the way in which she's starting to play a bunker shot, she's starting to play them with more confidence. It's great. It's wonderful to watch. But she's committed to improving it. So it's up to you how much you want to improve as well. 
Okay, so we're looking at that approach game. Now let's go into the putting game. So what did you discover about your distances? Your short putt distances, your one meter. What did you rate that as? What did you rate your mid putts as, your two to seven meters? What did you rate your long putts as, your 10 to 10 plus meters? And what about the re even reading the greens? A lot of people struggle reading the greens and so on as well. How would you rate all of those areas? If it's under five, needs some work. So what would what do you need to do to, to, to make it work and get better at your putts? Again, the questions are, are asked. Do I need lessons? Most likely. Do I need to practice on the putting green? Most likely. Do I need to practice out on the golf course on the various holes that I play out on the course? Definitely. Because right? you need to understand how each green works. So important. I'll be putting together also a putting game um, lessons for you on how you can actually get your distances and so on right in the future. So keep an eye out for that. That'll be coming up real soon. Um, it may be on my website by the time you've actually listened to this, but if you're listening to this within a week of me uh, launching this episode, highly likely not, <laughs> but keep your eye out for that. So there's quite a lot there, isn't there? We've got our tee shot game, we've got our fairway game, we've got our approach game, and we've got our putting game. And each area is, takes 25% of, if we look at a hole, we've got our tee shot game, which is 25%. We've got our fairway game, which is 25%. We've got our approach game, which is 25%. And we've got our putting game, which is 25%. So where is the area that we need to spend more time on? Well, we know that because you've just heard me talk about it, your approach game and your putting game is, is ideal. That's probably the most important areas that you really want to focus on. But if you feel that your tee shot game needs work, do that first, okay? If you feel that your putting game is the most neglected area, do that first. If you feel like your fairway game is the most neglected area, do that. Again, if you feel like your approach game is your most neglected area, do that. So there's quite a bit there. I don't want you to feel overwhelmed by it. I just want you to be aware of what you need to focus on so that you can help yourself play much better golf. And that's what we ideally want to do. So like I said, break it down into sections, into the four sections, Get those areas right. Really identify what's missing and how you can make that improve. I know this is a bit of a long episode for you today, but it will give you some um, knowledge around your game, a better understanding and awareness of where your game is currently at and also what you want to improve on. And I'll show you things and, and share with you things over time on other ways in which you can improve your um you know, your performances out on the course as well. Um, but I hope you enjoyed this episode today. And so in saying that, I'm going to bid you farewell. So if you've enjoyed this episode, love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard, wherever you hear this episode. And if you've got friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, please share them with them so we can build the Lady Golf Teacher community as big as we possibly can. And... Other than that, I want you to tee it high, let it fly, and then I want you to dream big, believe in you, and go after your big dreams in your golf. Wishing you a wonderful day, and I look forward to talking to you, hearing from you real soon. Take care.
Bye bye. Before you go, do you want to build confidence, belief, strength and courage in you to go after your big dreams in your life and in your sport? If you do, go to www.tiffany-mika.com and get a copy of my book, Focus, How to Reach Your Potential in Sport, Business and Life. I look forward to seeing you there. Dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams.